Hello and welcome to the My RV Ninja podcast. I'm your host, James Upham, your lead RV ninja who helps you karate chop your way into the RV lifestyle. It is my belief that everyone who buys RVs should be empowered with all the tools necessary to receive a great price and a great experience. This show provides tips for the RV lifestyle and reveals how RV research, education, and experience can help you buy or sell RVs without being taken advantage of. The most important things in life are relationships, and RVs really can be relationship investments. If you enjoyed today's show, you can find out more at MyRVNinja.com. Hey everybody, James here from My RV Ninja. I have a treat for you. I uh, I have a good friend of mine. We go way back actually, and I've been trying to get him on the show. It seems for ages, but it's just not worked out until finally we were able to connect today. As he got off the plane, he called me, and uh, here we are. So without any further ado, I'd like to introduce you, my good friend and superb district sales manager. For Winnebago Industries, Mr. Bob Eminetti. Bob, welcome. Good afternoon, James. Thanks for having me. You know, I uh, I feel, Bob, that you and I could have our own podcast just to tell the stories that we've had together, just just to entertain people. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if we'd have the right audience. I'm too cynical. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think of green chartreuse, you know, they, you know, all these yeah. little words we could say to each other and go, oh, yeah, I remember this time. Yeah, that was something. I, that was that was very cool. Very cool. Every time I see the Kentucky Derby, I, I see all the Jeff Ruby's uh, uh, advertising. I miss that place. Yeah, man, we uh, we had a good time there. But uh, so you're back in Tampa for an event, but you are you live in Pennsylvania. Tell us. Uh, Tell everybody here kind of what you do and a little bit of your background. And uh, yeah, let's let's hear about you, Bob. Uh, okay, I have been, I, I used to work for Sears a long, long time ago and um, was moving up in management there. And I, a friend of mine uh, told me to send him a resume. And in June of 2000, I, I uh, joined the RV industry. And so I've been, in the RV industry now for 21 years. Um, my first eight years, I was with Fleetwood RV. Um, and just kind of as it luck worked out, uh, they declared bankruptcy two months after I left and I've uh, been with Winnebago ever since. So going on 13 years with Winnebago, actually. It'll be 13 years this year. That was a good timing, man. I don't know how you figured that one out, but good job on that. Yeah, you know, you, you sort of, you know, you sort of look at the tea leaves and you, you listen to the wind chimes and, you know, you figure it out. And uh, and, and there were some other factors going on. And, um, I'm, you know, it was a tough decision to make, actually, because I had some great uh, years and great times at uh, Fleetwood RV. But, um, you know, at the end of it all, I, I, I don't have any regrets and I really have loved uh, working for an iconic company like Winnebago. Yeah, you know, it's funny. That's where you and I first met. We uh, we worked together for a little while at Fleetwood. Uh, and then um, I I went separate ways, got out of the industry and, and did my own thing for a while. And then, oh gosh, about seven years ago or so, uh, you actually uh, put my name in the hat as they were expanding the district, which they combined, of course, in 2020. 
um, when I when I had my exit uh, with Winnebago. But at that time, they were expanding. And Bob, uh, I love the story. I won't make you say it or tell any of your funny jokes uh, on the show. But Bob, you you basically put my my name in the hat. And uh, next thing I know, I'm working on just south of you, uh, south of your district. Uh, for about you know over six years and and uh, it's been fun to keep up with you you're still with Winnebago of course and they've kind of moved you around and you know you're still doing what you've always done for them in, in the motorized and and that's something I'd really like to talk about with you just kind of get your your feel for what's happening it's no surprise to anybody at this point that um, you know things are are just insane right now you know with with lead times and orders and you know, interest and um, it's just, it's nothing in your 21 years that you've probably ever seen, right? Well, I tell you, you know, a funny story, James, we used to go to these RV shows, you know, these, uh, these old, you know, dank venues and, you know, they'd pack a bunch of RVs in inches apart and, and you stand there and you'd want to garner interest for your for your RV that you're representing. And these people walk by, they sort of shun you a little, you know, and you can see them after they walk away, you get whispering to each other, you know, that pushy salesman, you know, and, and then the ones that did talk to you, they'd say things like, Oh, we're, we're three years out. We're four years out, you know, and, and then, you know, all the stars will have to align. We'll have to sell a house and my kid's going to have to get a job. And, (laughs) You know, and then we might, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then we, yeah, win the lottery, and then maybe we'll think about buying an RV, but we just want to investigate for now. And now today, everybody's like, well, well, when do you want it? And they're like, well, you know, I'm hoping to take delivery in two weeks. Otherwise, uh, yours is off the table, you know. Yeah. Um, The the decision is based on time, not um, fully. You know, the time seems to be the, the number one factor. I, I need this now. I need to, you know, not miss my vacation this summer, you right, know. Right. You know, I, I think, Bob, you, you, you nailed it there with the timing being the number one issue. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just flabbergasted at what some people are paying for um, the same or very similar motorhome. Uh, what it what, what it cost last year to what it's paid you know what it cost this year simply for one reason and you just said it because of a timing issue they've got to go somewhere or they want it now and and it's just it, it's a, it's amazing to me and one of the things that I'm I'm constantly especially with first time buyers and there's a lot of them now but with the first time buyers you know the thing that I try to remind over and even the listeners to the show. You, you, you can't let your emotions drive your buying decision. That's that's a, a recipe for disaster, right? But, you know, the the issue I'm, I'm finding um, on, on that, just a little bit more about that point that you made, is that w- with these, these lead times, I guess people, when they jump into this industry for the first time, they don't realize that it's not like the car industry, right? I mean, There is some automation, but I used to, I did a consult earlier this week and I, I, you know, I, for the first time they heard this, you know, when you go into an RV, a a great tour like Winnebago or any of the big guys out there, manufacturers, you know, you see a lot of people putting together an RV, right? It's not a bunch of robots. Um, Right. It does take time in a normal market, right? But now what are you? 
So what are you seeing? Are you seeing that what would normally take three months on average to build it, you know, across the board? Are you seeing that farther extended or just does it depend on other variables or what, what are you seeing with wait times out there? Well, so a couple things there. One is, you know, you uh, used to come into the plant, like you said, very manual um, uh, type of operation, right? So the RV moves from station to station. At one station, there might've been 15 people. That was kind of on average, 12 to 15 people per station at the plant. And, you know, there were just in the motorhome assembly building, you know, there, there, you know, it's probably 30 or 40 stations, right, on, on one production line. And we've got, uh, right now, we've got probably six or seven production lines in uh, northern Iowa. But, you know, then you go to a hard shutdown, a hard stop, March of last year, right, late March of last year. And we basically shut the plant down for two months. And then we're trying to figure it out because, you know, okay, we want to bring the plant back up online, but how, what does that look like, right? So where you got 12 people in a workstation now has to be seven, you know? Mm -hmm. And so all of that changed. And then, you know, we weren't the only ones that have this hard stop, right? So all the suppliers, they had a hard stop. And then all of a sudden, I think, I think it was probably people woke up and said, hey, you know what? we're going to accelerate that buying decision for an RV because, you know, we're not going to be traveling this summer by plane or on a cruise or, or anything else. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, everything purchases start accelerating and, and that's when we start figuring out that, you know, we've got all these shortages and, and, you know, lower manpower per station and um, you know, everything is, it's just a huge, chain reaction that you know still affects us to this day you know part two you you said you know you know how long would it be you know if uh did it used to be well you could kind of tell somebody hey you know I, i'll have i'll have a, your new rv you know come in next week we used to have you know built and ready unsold motorhomes at our plant you know that we were looking for dealers to buy <laughs> and 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 um you know so some if a dealer bought one today he could potentially see it you know next week as long as it you know we can um they they purchase it and get a driver in the wheel but uh right now our our number one challenge is lining the site for chassis and in many cases um it's going to be nine or ten months if you place a new order today yeah you know to to get that that motor home and you know, with that in mind, because, oh, wow, nine or 10 months. So what, what people are figuring out is dealers have already scheduled production spots, right? So sure. that motorhome you're interested in, let's say it's a, a mini Winnie. And if, you know, you start calling around and a guy says, well, I have one coming in in June. And, and you start figuring out dealers have already scheduled production spots. Well, you know, my, my day is spent trying to marry a customer to those production spots. And, and, and the thing is that um, most of them are gone. You know, most, most of those open production spots, scheduled production spots already have a customer tied to it at this point. Yeah. So it's, so, you know, a lot of customers are, are, I mean, there, there is some of this, look, let's face it. I mean, there, there might be a little bit of, 
of uh, trying to, to get someone to buy a unit on their lot as a dealer right now or sooner. And so they're maybe embellishing a little bit on the lead times. But the, the fact is that for the most part, you know, it is true. I mean, when you say six, eight, 10, 12 months, that's, that's not an exaggeration on the dealer's part. That's literally what it's taking now. And it's not because you're not running in full, you know, wide open at the plant. It's, it's because you don't have some of the materials and the raw materials, especially from suppliers. So you can't build them. It's just crazy. I mean, I remember when we were working together and just having a yard, we'd go there to the plant we'd see it and we'd get excited because, you know, hey, you, you had a yard to sell out of. And as sales guys, that's how we made our living. But now yeah, it's money and that's money in the bank. Yeah. And now it's, you know, Bob, another point. Um, I remember at that time, you know, I had dealers calling me, asking me, you know, concerned with COVID and all that's going on naturally with this hard stop that you're talking about you know, a little nervous and saying, hey, you got to help me find some customers because there weren't any buyers. And uh, at that time, the whole world seemed to stop in the industry. And like three months later, four, five, six months later, those same dealers were calling me and saying, James, can you help me find some motorhomes? I mean, it's just, it was a 100, you, you know, it was like it, 100 miles an hour from the time that you guys started production again. Next thing you know, the dealers can't even find any. It's just crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is true, you know. It, it, it is it is crazy and and like uh, you know every day right now the my phone rings and it's a salesperson saying hey my customer wants to know where their vehicle's at you know and 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 one thing I would say to you know a, a group of potential buyers would be number one you know cut the sales guys some slack I, I know it's a big purchasing decision I I understand. And I know it's extremely exciting. You know, yeah. if I buy something on Amazon for $30, I'm tracking it. Where's it at? Right. So I, you know, I understand. Um, but that salesperson, you know, what, what happens is they escalate and they, the call comes to me. Right. And, and nine times out of 10, the customer says that salesperson, he's just a big liar. He's a liar, you know? Mm. And I'm like, no, you know, I'll take, I'll take the hit for that because, you know, they're only as good as the information they can get. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're not, they're not lying. You know, they're, they want to see that. Mo they want nothing more to see that motorhome roll in, have the customer come in and pay for the vehicle and, and for them to get paid. Yeah. And, and then, so when they say, well, then they go, well, well, Winnebago's lying, you know, Winnebago's lying to me. They, they've wrecked it and they won't want to tell me. And I go, no, you know, you see, it's all trust thing, right? And I'm like, you know, believe me, this is how we make money at Winnebago. You know, we buy a chassis and, and unfinished goods and we build a motorhome. And when the dealer buys it from us, we get paid, right? So <laughs> we want to do that as many times every month as we can. Right. And, and um, you know, there's no motorhomes, you know, driving around Winnebago that say, you know, customer Williams, you know. Don't deliver this one. You know, this guy's been mean, you know, there, there, there's no notes like that tied to the motorhomes. We, we want to get them out as soon as possible. And then, you know, once we get them, uh, we, we actually deliver them across the street to Bennett drive service. Right. And, and they used to have an average turnaround time of five to nine days. And currently now they're, 
they're probably averaging over 30 days from the time they get it to delivery to the dealer's lot. So, you know, that's, that's actually another. Why is that? You know, is it because they can't find drivers, enough drivers, or is it because there's so many out or why? There, 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 there's so, we're, we're sending them a lot more these days, right? So we're, we're sending them more and there's less drivers as well. And, and there's some places drivers don't want to go, you know? So, um, you know, there could be potentially some pockets where the drivers, you know, we got to incentivize them a little more to, to take them there. Well, Bob, let me, let me shift gears. And I know your, your time is limited. Let me shift gears on you here real quick. You know, we, you know, as I mentioned to you before the podcast, um, I, I like to, a, a lot of our audience, not all, but a lot of our audience are first time buyers are interested in getting into their, or maybe they're new, maybe they're, maybe they are an art, they're an RV owner now, but they're new. And um, let's, let's think about these first time buyers who are starting to, you know, dip their toe in the water. In your experience, you know, is there any advice you could offer? Like, is there a certain feature to always make sure that you have? Is there something that you've learned in your, you know, in your, um, many trails here and there on, on, on a, just a piece of advice um, that when you're looking to buy an RV, you know, particularly a, a motor home, you know, that you would say, make sure you do this. Anything? Well, you know, number one, I, I, you know, make sure you drive it, you know, before you take delivery. I was, I was always amazed at those RV shows of the buying decisions that were made on motor homes of, of an RV that was sitting in a, you know, locked into a, a, a hall that you couldn't drive. And I'm like, you just bought that without driving. You, you wouldn't buy a, you know, a, a $2,500 used car without driving it. Right. So um, definitely don't do that tomorrow. You know, because you, you realize quickly that, you know, it does matter how it is built. Right. When you, it's a heavier vehicle, most likely than what you're currently driving, right? So there's cabinets on board, there's a stove on board, a toilet, right? Yeah. All these things are on board. And when you hit that first pothole in the road and, and all that stuff, you know, you hear it kablam, you know, when you hit that big pothole, you, you, you realize right away, hey, this thing better be well built, right? And 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 that's what we're we're looking to deliver is. Uh, you want to feel the soundness, you know, of, of the unit. And then, you know, you want to build that trust factor with the salesperson, you know, build that good relationship. Um, and, you know, ask the salesperson, hey, you know, if this were your money, would you, is this, would you buy this? Mm. And if that guy turns and starts looking up in the sky, and, you know, twitch or he, something. Yeah. yeah, some sort of twitch. <laughs> and you know, you know, that salesperson seen, you know, those things uh, come back and uh, with many, many unhappy customers because, you know, it is, you know, these things are put together by, you know, a bunch of folks uh, working hard in plants. And, you know, one thing that's different about Winnebago, if you go take a tour of, uh, say, some motorhome plant in Indiana and, you know, you, you ask somebody on the, hey, how long have you been working here? And it's, you know, some some young guy or gal, they're like, well, I'm just here for the summer, or, you know, I just started working here, or, you know, two, three years ago. It's, um, and then you go to Winnebago and you tap somebody in the shoulder in the line, you know, how long you been here? And like, I've been here 25, 26 years. We just, I just saw a retirement notification, somebody 46 years. 
yeah. at Winnebago. That's not uncommon. And, well, um, and it's generational too, you know, their parents probably yeah. there. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So they, you know, at the end of the day, they're, they're just built better. You know, when, when, you know, I, I remember, I remember in the, I don't know, the, the late early, I don't know, 2007, 2008, you know, people buying houses, it was all about getting the most square footage for the lowest price per square foot. Mm -hmm. Right. And then those people are all, you know, they're replacing windows, doors, uh, roof panels, you know, because they realize, you know, that that's not the way to buy, you know, you don't want to just say, Hey, well, this one, I can only, you know, this one fits my payment, right. $4.99 a month. That's, that's, so I'm going to go ahead and, and do that. And, you know, you want, you want that vehicle to, to really stand up and uh, provide you good resale. So, you know, build a good relationship with, with some salesperson and, and build trust. Unfortunately, right now, you may find it in some pockets, but for, for us, it's, it's pretty rare. But unfortunately, right now, think long term, yeah. you know, think, think next spring. You know, I know you want to hit the Rockies this summer and everything but you know for the long-term rv uh think next spring and um you know get get it moving that way that's that's going to be the best way for you to kind of settle in and because this rv you know it's a it's a big purchase and you know you can have years and years and years of memories not not just memories for this summer yeah I, that's what i've i've said for for quite some time now look they're relationship investments man and, and they are they're an investment and it, and it's it's a big decision and i think you make a really good point because here's something that's happening that a lot of dealers are changing now but you know um a lot of first-time buyers will see videos and youtubes and uh, and pictures and youtube videos and 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 they'll say that's the one i want and they'll they'll go in and they'll get a price and they'll and they'll they'll buy it and then as it gets closer or even when um you know even when it's time and it's delivered you know it's it it's nothing like they expected because they actually didn't see it well because they couldn't find it and a lot of dealers now are are really uh kind of jumping on that and saying okay we're gonna have a unit here that you can at least see that's not for sale um absolutely not for sale and, and I think you have a great point there. I think you need to drive it. I think you need to touch it. I think you need to smell it. I don't know if you need to you know, necessarily taste it, but you got to get in there and make sure that it's, it's what you want. And the drive, it's funny. People ask me that because you know, I've, I've driven so many motorhomes like you. And as fun as motorhomes are to camp in, one of the best parts is, is, is the journey to get there, man. Like, like your vacation starts the second you get behind the wheel. Well, how do you know if you're going to enjoy your vacation if you've never driven it yet? So you're, it's such a great point. A lot of, a lot of people I think have made that mistake or thought, well, I'll just order it and I'll drive it later, man. It may not be what you, what you were looking for. So really good point there. Oh um, well, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, you hear people, I, what I hear a comment frequently is, you know, well, you know, I, I drove a Ram truck, so I know how that Ram ProMaster chassis is going to drive. Well, yeah, but, you know, we buy that Ram ProMaster chassis and we make it, you know, uh, you know, we, we bolt on about 2000 parts, you know, so um, they're, they're, they're not all built the same. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, we as a company have made it a point that we're going to design our new RVs uh, like Travato and Solus and Echo to when they're on the road, 
they're going to be extremely quiet. So we're, we're trying to design them so that, you know, there's not a lot of road noise and uh, other manufacturers just don't do that. They don't use the materials and uh, do the research uh, like, like we are. Yeah, I saw the video with AK uh, demonstrating that at, uh, on YouTube about how quiet the journey is. Um, he did a good job. Hey, Bob, before before you got to uh, take off here, let me, let me ask you, can you share anything with us? Don't want to get you in trouble and spill the beans, but is there anything coming that you can share with us that um, any new floor plans or new series or anything that's been announced that maybe our listeners aren't aware of? I know you mentioned Echo, and that's been around for a little while, and I know that's extremely popular, but... Any um, anything else fresh coming at us in the next I don't know six months or so? Um, I would just say stay tuned. We're gonna we're gonna continue to uh, try to refresh the product lineup and you know target the 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 you know I guess the most popular segments of the RV group. You know everybody uh, wants to get off grid and mm-hmm. you know disconnect and and. You know, we're really hard after that that uh, particular segment and um, journey. We haven't shipped any yet, and and that's going to be uh, hitting the road for the first time late this summer. That's extremely exciting. Yeah, uh, yeah. the yeah. look and feel of that is is tremendous. And so, uh, I'm looking forward to Echo actually getting out of it. We haven't we haven't actually shipped any to our dealer network yet, but we're pretty close to getting some out the door. Um, hopefully, before the end of this month. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I tell you, man, one of my, I'll have to close with this and, and, uh, you know, my, well, you know, one of my favorite memories is, is you, you and me sitting in a, uh, a grand tour at the plant when we had the national rally there and, uh, feeling pretty secure because we were in a nice big heavy motor home and just standing, you know, sitting there with our mouths open and just shocked at what we were viewing outside the front window with, you know, some potential tornadoes in the windstorm. And we were just like, what is going on? But that's Iowa, you know, like it can very quickly happen. But I remember thinking, well, at least we're in, you know, the, the best built uh, motorhome made in here. But, oh, my gosh, we had so much fun. No one got hurt. So it was fun. Uh, but mm-hmm. so in the grand design with you, it was like watching a movie, man. It's nice big windshield and almost seeing trees uprooted. And, and <laughs> it was just great. It was insane, man. That was uh, yeah. good times. Yeah, insane. we almost died together, man. That was, you know, that was intense. <laughs> Watch the guy. The the guy was uh, had a flagpole in his hitch. Yeah, and flying a flag and watch that thing bend right over in half. Oh my gosh! Yeah, good thing no one was impaled. But uh, <laughs> hey, man, I Bob, I really appreciate it. I'd love to have you come back on. Um, you know, sometime down the road. I know you. Uh, you've got some things going on uh, pretty soon, and and you've uh, you're running a huge district up there, and in the Northeast. And uh, man, I really appreciate you, your friendship and uh, man, your expertise. And um, if anyone responds uh, or sends out any questions that they'll have for you specifically, I'll, I'll make sure that I follow up and love to have you come on again. If you, uh, if you can, brother. I'd be happy to anytime. All right. Well, thank you for listening and thank you again, Bob. And I'll be uh, coming back here and doing another podcast soon. Take care and get out there and RV. God bless. Thanks for having me. You bet. 